Clay Milliken, NHRA Top Fuel winner from St. Louis, Worldwide Technology Raceway, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Clay, we were going to jump on a microphone and a camera with you after the race. However, I forgot some little 10 10 cent piece. We couldn't do it. Then we went back to your pits and they said you left because you went to go home and take a shower. How much weight did you lose in that uh, in that race that that weekend in that humid fest? Uh, I don't Louis. I don't have a whole lot of weight to lose, but I can tell you that I was drenched not only in sweat but in a good way in champagne. Thanks to Matt Hagen, he uh, he bombed me with the champagne and and I I really kind of wanted to aim it back at him, but I was afraid he might squash me, so uh, I didn't aim my champagne towards him too much. Well, you will be tell you why I'm a little surprised. Kay Milliken, top fuel winner from uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway, joining us here in the Freak Nation, is your crew was still in your pits, parting their butts off. Yet you were gone. What did you did you just turn them loose and then come back and join them? Well, actually, that's exactly what I did. I literally ran to the motorhome, took a shower, and they sent me a text that pizza was on the way, and I made my way back over there and hung out with them. <laughs> priorities <laughs> pizza priorities absolutely and yes that was a really hot weekend you are thriving on hot weekends i know last weekend people were saying hey you're the you're the playoff spoiler what you doing with these countdown folks but you're good you guys are good in those kinds of conditions and you even said i'm kind of hoping that dallas which is next weekend ends up being a hot and humid weekend what is it that you guys have in those conditions that is so superior Totally honest, I have no idea what Jimbo's doing. And the truth is, he's got a super handle on the hot racetracks. But boy, we have really struggled on the cold racetracks. I mean, it's just not been, you know, our our thing for whatever reason. But I was a little nervous because the two previous races, the weather was like, you know, prime time throwdown, run low ET, big speeds. And Jimmo and, and everybody on the whole Parts Plus team, they were changing this, changing that, trying to do anything to keep that car from shaking the tires when the weather conditions are perfect. And we continued to struggle. You know, I mean, yes, we qualified and, you know, we put up some representative runs. But the truth is, we just aren't hitting our stride on these cool racetracks where most of the time people are just all giddy because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, home run session. Here we come. <laughs> so rolling into St. Louis, I'm like, oh, I hope Jimmo and the kids can get this thing back where we uh, are turning on wind lights. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, you know, the car was just incredible. And it, and it wasn't like we had any easy runs. I mean, you know, if you look at the cars that we raced all day, you know, Mr. 300 to the eighth mile, Mike Salinas, Tony Schumacher, you know, Austin Proc. And then, of course, in the final, you know, you're you're racing. Tony Stewart racing with Leah over there in that car. And man, what a final that was. I could hear her the entire way. I'm like, oh, don't even look over there. You need to go really, really straight because you don't need to shave no ET off this thing. And it was super exciting when that wind light come on. I promise you that. Oh, yes. The entire. Oh, yes. It was just it was exciting for everybody at the racetrack. It was a really fun win to to witness, to be a part of. Let me ask it then a little bit differently. Because there is a lot of talk about you being with Rick Ware Racing and you've got a NASCAR team owner. You just brought up Tony Stewart. He's also a NASCAR team owner that's in the NHRA. What is it that, let's put Tony aside for a second. What does Rick bring to the NHRA that's so cool and unique that helps you guys out as a team? Man, there is a lot of answers to that. But I mean, the probably the first thing that comes to mind for me is when Rick Ware, you know, 
took over the team from Doug Stringer. What I found out immediately was, you know, when it comes to taking care of your your partners, your sponsors, you know, the people that make the thing go up and down the racetrack and up and down the road is it opened up so many doors just because Rick does not like have a drag race department, a NASCAR department, an IndyCar department, you know, a uh, global supercross department, a flat track department. It is all one, as he calls it, it all comes out of one pile. So Parks Plus, for example, our Summit, uh, Biohaven, you name it, you're going to see those companies across all those racing series. So when you're, you know, maybe you're calling somebody up and you're looking to put something together, it's really cool when you can say, hey, would you like to be part of the Daytona 500, the Indy 500, the 24 hours of Daytona? Or how about you're overseas and you want to go to a global supercross race? There's one place that can do all that, this Rick Ware Racing. That's been really cool when it comes to, uh, you know, keeping the partners you got happy or looking for new ones. It's, it's amazing what he's able to do. Wow. Clay Milliken, you look good, partner. I haven't talked to you in a day or two. Uh, I've got to tell the audience that uh, one evening we spent at the racetrack, this guy talked me into having a sip of nitro-methane alcohol. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you, know, and you know, it didn't taste bad. It didn't taste like schnapps nope. like he t- promised me it would. Nope, nope, nope. Peppermint schnapps. Peppermint schnapps. Okay. Uh, but you mentioned pizza. Did you have some nitro with that pizza when you got back to the crew? Well, after, you know, firing up that top fuel car four times in a day, believe me, there was plenty of nitro fumes hanging under that awning at the Parks Plus car. No doubt about it. You know, it was, uh, it's just been so fun. I mean, the people we got working on this car, they're so young and energetic and, uh, man, you know, I'm the old guy around there now, you know, and and I don't feel like it and I don't act like it, but when you've got that much energy around you and the thing that's been so amazing about this group of people is the first part of the year, we didn't win a round, not a single round. And I never saw them hanging their heads. You know, it was just like, mm-hmm. they just keep working and they just keep believing in what Jimmo was doing. And, uh, you know, we kind of brought in a secret weapon for Jimmo to have somebody to bounce ideas off of. And our secret weapons, a guy named Bruce Reed. And if you know anything about Australian, Nitro Racing, you know, Jim Reed Racing, they're 22-time top fuel winners in Australia. And Bruce came over, been here for a couple months. He's actually gone home right now. But uh, that was probably, you know, one thing that we did that Rick Ware allowed Jimmo to like, hey, I want to bring my buddy over here just to have basically somebody to bounce ideas off of that hadn't had a lot of tire shake in his life and uh, don't know how to tune a top fuel car. That's me. So it's... uh, but working with those kids, they, they just go. And then when we showed up in Chicago, I was more proud for them than anything because they are hands down the reason this thing goes up and down the racetrack. They just they don't make mistakes. It's me and Jimmo that are making the mistakes and the reason we don't win them out win them all. Wow. I don't know if we have time for this, but somebody in the top fuel racing told me once that if they went back to a quarter mile, they'd be 350 miles an hour. But 300 and the eighth mile makes it like um, like 370, 380 if they went back to the quarter mile. Do you want to go? Do you have any goal at all to go back to a quarter mile instead of a thousand feet? None, zero whatsoever. And I am an adrenaline junkie. I love going fast, but I also know that 
without some major changes, which would, you know, man, I've become a YouTuber and I'm, I'm constantly YouTubing and I see the comments all the time. You know, y'all have ruined drag racing by shortening it to a thousand feet. Well, let me just tell you, the people that are saying that are not driving these cars and uh, racing down some of these tracks that were built, you know, in the whenever the 60s, let's just say, trying to stop these cars. You know, it's they're, they're going fast as they need to go. And I love going fast. But some of the places we go to, you just, you know, that extra 320 feet we gained has been tremendously helpful when it comes to stopping these cars. And if they changed it to where we could go back to a quarter mile, people are going to be disappointed because they're going to make it where we end up running a basically the same kind of speeds we're running now, you know, so I don't really see the point in doing that because when you make major changes, what happens is the big teams somehow, some way find an advantage because they have the budget to do, you know, the R and D and the testing and to figure out how to make, you know, whatever it is you did to slow it down, they're going to figure out an advantage to where if you look right now, I think nitro racing is as close and as competitive as it has ever been. You're seeing less cars blow up. You're seeing less cars smoke the tires. You're seeing the driver become a bigger part of wins and losses. And it's simply because the, the rules have been pretty much the same for many, many years now. And you have that trickle down effect of cars that crew chiefs move here and there and they take some knowledge with them. And the next thing you know, a lower budget cars got what it takes to run with the big dollar cars. And that's what we're seeing happening right now. Clay Milliken, top fuel winner, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Buddy, it's been too long, my friend. We got to go to break, but it's fantastic when you roll the Freak Nation. We didn't even get to do any ice cubes line. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Dang it, we do. We need to well, get just, you back. Just ASAP. go. Hey, just go, and I'm going to go to break. Okay, just go. Just go. Roll something. Oh, man. Y'all have no idea. You'd have to pull that out of the archives in the studio in California, the whole team there. We're doing some ice cube, you know. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>